Hello, okay. welcome to the podcast. I'm Russell Brand. I'm here with Matt Morgan. Hello, Matt. Hello, Russell. That's quite good. Hello, Edinburgh. Hello, Edinburgh, yes. Matt, you will have seen the earlier part of the show where I talked about my bookie book two. This time it's personal. What a fantastic cover that is. Cliche. What? <laughs> this time it's personal. This time it's personal is a cliche. Well, yeah. Well, so what? It's the subversion of a cliche, which is in itself an innovative use of language and ideas. Look, if we're not going to get on... <laughs> this has happened before. <laughs> it's, no, it's a wonderful image. Who was it who did that? Shepard Fairey. Shepard Fairey, yeah. He'd done the Obama Hope. You got a man crush on him? Yeah. He was a bit one of them friends where like, I've made an awful lot of effort to drag him into my life. Like, I dragged him into doing that. He's in the documentary we're making about happiness... I sort of, like, have, like, he's really indulges me in, you know how I like to have conversations about revolution? Yes, conversations about them. That's a good start. Goes no further. <laughs> you start off with a conversation about sex, then sex. Conversation about revolution, then sex. Normally works. What's, uh, what, I don't understand what's coming out of your fingers. Tell me what, what... What what's coming out of your fingers? That's some smoke from all of the tapity tap 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 typing. Is it something to do with your bang pregnant thing? Oh, yeah, all right. It's to do with my bang pregnant. You haven't even thought about that? No. Look at me, I know the brand better than you. You do? It it's looks like, um, you know, it's, it's, what? it looks like smell. <laughs> <laughs> this one had been up someone else's bottom, this, that's this been is up my own. Us. This is Magosi. <laughs> <laughs> this time it is personal. <laughs> Okay, so we're here in Edinburgh, and uh, I don't think no one... It's an, oh, we've got, like, we're getting um, tweets off of the internet. Oh, I put my go. phone out here, I fucking lost it. Did you see where I put my what phone? Have you lost? I had my phone a minute ago. Hold on. Oh, no. It's in my pocket. Right, so use lot. Don't send us questions no more, because you'll, otherwise you're not concentrating. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, look, if that is you, 21-year-old fucking girl... Look at this, Matthew, this 21-year-old girl... Oh, no, let's not turn against her on her birthday. Yeah, no! What? No, that's not the vibe! What's she done? Why are you booing? She's not Cat Bin Lady! Osimar Bin Lady. That's quite funny. Osimar no. Bin Lady. No, it's all right. Yeah, it's good. Because he's put the thing in the fucking bin. Why is everyone booing? I don't understand. She, earlier on, I think she's been quite vocal, and the rest of the audience have become antagonised. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm supposing. But wait to the, the anger that has been reserved for lady next to her that was going to be sport correspondence, then nearly fucking killed her. The lacrosse lady. They want darts, man! Wow. But before we bring out darts, man, our triumvirate would not be complete without the other integ integral member of the Russell Brand Radio Show. Please welcome the stage again, Mr. G! Get out of here! Give me a bottle of water. There he is, it's G. You're going to sit here with me, mate. G, why the f G was meant to be doing the warm-up late uh, earlier. We saw that lovely lady, Susan, done it. Where were you? What's wrong? I was in London. Why? I had things to do in London. What were they to do with? I had to do with lots of things. Was you busy I, being under the thumb? I was busy, busy, busy. Oh, come But I'm a free spirit now. <laughs> He's free and in Edinburgh. Are we allowed to talk about... You <laughs> really? You can't talk about that? What, not in any way? <laughs> I think he's serious. All right, we won't okay. talk about reason G was late. There was a delay on the plane. 
That's right. A delay on, on the, the plane. plane. And that's delay on the plane. Yeah. Delay on the lie plane. We're here to talk about you. We're here to talk about you. We are, we are. Okay, let's go on with talking about me, but via the Conduit of Edinburgh. Hold on, first of all, I'm just going to check some of these tweets because to show that we are up to the minute here on this live in Edinburgh talk sport radio show. There, where's something? I got Dartman actually sent us something. He said he's here. Well, I don't even know if Dark Man's a man or a woman, to be honest. And frankly, I don't care. It's irrelevant now that I'm only having sex with one person. And that person is Mr. G. And that's his big, dirty secret. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, do we, should we bring out... I think we're going to need Dark Man, but do we need him to be at the, here at this point? Well, I'd like him here. He seems a, he's a local hero. <laughs> no one had heard of him before Where tonight. Where is Dark but... Man? Where is Dark Man? Dark Man! Do the Dark Man! Get the fuck up here, Dark Man! Please... <laughs> I've got that top. All right, dark man. Go up that staircase, mate, and join us. I thought he'd be fat and old. <laughs> Look at him, he's gorgeous. Yeah. He's the people's changed. dark man. Welcome. All right, mate. Right. Yeah, no, do you actually play darts? I've started since Christmas, but... Face the audience. Imagine that's a dartboard made of human flesh, which would be sexy. Highest is 165 so far. Good lad, he's got 165. Right, you, I think, sit here. We're going to have jobs for you later. You sit on the techno chair. Be careful on it, mate. It's very, very dangerous. Um, Just try to keep perfectly still. Think about your tattoos and your T-shirts and nothing beyond that. I just want to know, when do you graduate from being dark boy to dark man? When was it, dark man? (laughs) Boy, he's still dark boy, isn't he, very much. He's dark boy. He's only been doing it since Christmas. He only started darts at Christmas. He's had a fucking sport expert. He's only got 10 <laughs> months of experience. Right, don't think about your T-shirt or your tattoo. I want you to come up with statistics and facts about Eric Bristow, or whatever he was called, and dart-related information during this time. Over the rest of the show, we are going to be talking to Edinburgh hero, or Scottish hero, I don't know exactly where he's from, Chris Hoy. He has won golden medals. Why um, is Dartman the sports expert of the show if we've got Chris Hoy. It seems to be an administrative error, Matt, <laughs> when we've got an Olympic daft. athlete. <laughs> so when you and Dartman, when we, Dartman, oh, stroke boy, I'm not saying stroke boy, never do that. <laughs> Dart boy, when Chris Hoy's on the radio show, don't embarrass him because legitimately, as Matt's pointed out, he should have been our darts, a sports expert. He's probably sports better at fucking darts <laughs> than you and all, isn't he? He's really good. He at- won't know he's here, though, because he hasn't got a mic, so... He's on the phone, isn't he? Yeah, Chris Hoy is just on the phone. So no one fucked this up for us by telling him we've got a person who's been doing sport for a couple of weeks as your superior. Okay, so keep that quiet. He's going to be on. Also, Matt is going to be talking to me about the book. G will be doing a sports roundup in which he will also ignore Chris Hoy. G will be doing a poem. And then, really, we'll be taking your questions. And then we're going to go backstage, by which time we'll have selected a few people to join us for a special radio show thing backstage where there'll just be about 20 of you. What's so the selection process? Because The selection it's process... not the old one. It's a shame. It's not the old selection process of, do you look willing to have sex without putting me through much rigmarole? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, them were the days. Those were the days indeed. Those were the days. disabled toilet at Six Music. Huh? That disabled toilet at Six Music. The disabled toilet at Six Music. Should have a plaque in there now. I think more people came out of it disabled than went into it. Oh. <laughs>
Okay, so now me and, as we are in Edinburgh for this part of Bookie Wook 2 radio tour, me and Matt are going to talk about uh, relevant Edinburgh-based issues. We've been looking at the Edinburgh Evening News. Is that a popular publication? Oh, it's fucking shite! People have what got strong really views. really partisan. Really partisan. What should it have been? What's the good one? The Echo or the Standard. Fucking hell. No wonder there's so much football violence. People are pissed off about local <laughs> papers. <laughs> But we are going to attack this paper, aren't we? We're, We're going to bring it down for its nonsense stories. Our first, right, okay. Uh, okay, Matt, so uh, let's go through some of the stories that caught our eye. Uh, this is the first Edinburgh-related story. Gun mascot Blue earns his stripes. Right, this is a story we noticed. Blue, the official mascot of the One O'Clock Gun and Time Ball Association, was promoted from Lance Bombardier to Bombardier Corporal in a ceremony at Edinburgh Castle yesterday. You may not think that's that important, but let's have a look now at Blue. He's a... <laughs> He's a dog. Why would you give a dog a promotion? Lance Bombardier. He's a la that is a Lance Bombardier. If we meet him, we're his subordinates. He's better than us. He's better than us. He's, he's closer to the Queen than us. He's much closer to the Queen. If the Queen comes in, she, she'll smile at James Blunt, pet him and tell us to fuck off. <laughs> Look at that little, that little double chevron. That's what he's been awarded with. He's so smug. Look how happy he is to have those stripes. I he, hate he him. He is adorable, but he's, he's, I he's think not he a looks... military dog, is he? Look at him. I hate him. I think he's like a cross between Teen Wolf and a coffee table. <laughs> He needs a haircut. He does need a haircut. The terrier, and I thought we weren't meant to be rewarding terriers, or oh, that's terrierists. The terrier He's received <laughs> the terrier received the two-striped chevron just after the one o'clock gun was fired. What in this in his mind did Blue think was happening that day? He should have been fired out of the one o'clock gun. I'd watch that. Yeah, that would be a good survey. <laughs> Blue, as to honour you this day, we're going to fire you across the Edinburgh skyline. Da -da, da -da. Sausages, sausages. Can't even say sausages and he's closer to the Queen than us. Disgusting. I hate it. Aww. G, you're meant to be writing a poem. Oh, yeah, we just told G that he has to write just a poem. Now. Just now. He goes, what? what do you mean? What poem? I goes, make one up. He's just like, you, that's like really the old hard. days. Just make, make it up. Just get on and make it, it up. You can include this blue poo. <laughs> it's just a suggestion. What's the next story, Russell? The next story, Matthew, is driver attacked boy aged 12 for dancing on the road. <laughs> I like that because it's like a motorist's version of the film Footloose. <laughs> How dare you dance? This isn't in the highway code. This is really badly punctuated, this first uh, paragraph. I'll read it out and you tell me. An angry driver assaulted a 12-year-old child who had been dancing on the road because he was worried about the safety of other road users. It sounds like the boy was heard. dancing because he was worried about the safety. <laughs> he was highlighting the dangers by dancing. <laughs> this is a black spot. <laughs> <laughs> watch out, watch out. This is a black spot. There could be a floral tribute here soon. He is bringing... That would make me drive slower, if I saw that. Huh? That would make me drive slower. Oh my God, it. there's the dancing boy. Slow down. <laughs> Why did I drink so much gin? Ah, talking of gin. There's Matt, he's got his gin. Muffer's ruined. Lovely. 
Frederick Anderson, 56, was driving along Pentland View in the Curry area of Edinburgh. Is that a nice area? Shit, isn't it? It's always shit. If you ever ask anyone something of their town, but, and they ask what the area's like, it'll always just be shit. It's shit. Someone, it was because they can't all live back, there. So they liked it, though. Someone liked it at the back. No, no absolutely but, shit. And they're not all going to live there, so people will say everywhere that they don't live is shit, I reckon. So you, they'll all, it'll always sound like everywhere's shit. Everywhere's just shit. We need to look at our attitudes towards places. All I've of always us said a this. species. The I've done a dance to highlight this. <laughs> Sadly, it, was, it went unwatched. <laughs> Matt, if you'd only done that dance on a highway, oh. people would have noticed, but Frederick Anderson, 56, may well have kicked your head in. Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking dancing on the street. <laughs> That's a dance of disrespect. People don't like that. I hope that Frederick Anderson never watches the uh, David Bowie Mick Jagger collaboration dancing in the street. Oh no, he'll be insane. It'll make him fucking furious. <laughs> they were dancing in the street. You show me where I kick my fucking head in. <laughs> dancing in Chicago. Take it to Chicago, please. Dancing in the street. Up in New York City. Oh fucking hell. How am I going to get to all these fucking places? Frederick Anderson was driving along Shit Road, Shitsville in Edinburgh <laughs> last November when he saw a high school pupil falling around at the side of the road. This is the side of the road. Is the that on the road? The so if the, the side of the road is not on the road, Jack Kerouac did not write at the side of the road. Right, Matt? And we know a thing or two about it because we're documentarians. we didn't read it. <laughs> Yeah, you know that documentary on the road me and Matt made? Yeah? Matt never fucking read it. Neither did you. Never read that. I read it at young... At 19? Yes. And you said to me, well, I mean, I flicked through it. <laughs> it was a bit boring. It is a bit boring. It's good, but... Now, there's really it's good of, bits in it. It's a relic from it's another relic. time. It's a relic from the old. We was the real... It's humourless, largely. Huh? There's no funny bits. Yeah, I was looking out and I yeah, saw the Negroes drinking their tea. Oh, no, smoking tea. It was a bit like the old days. Smoking tea? Tea was drugs to them. Yeah. What a bunch of puffs. We did proper drugs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get away with that in my rehab. Oh, I'm addicted to tea. Get out. I love you, little page. The page got torn. Dark boy, sit still. You better be learning about sport. If Chris Hoy comes on the phone... And you're not better than him by then. We are going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, worried that the boy could have caused an accident, the builder pulled over and got out of his car to approach the pupil. That's a, what a terrible lying excuse. Oh, I was just worried he was going to cause an accident. That's what he added on in retrospect yeah. to justify beating up a dancing boy. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so what earth did you do to Billy Elliot? Well, I thought it was going to cause a fucking accident. <laughs> I'll lead him to the little bastard. He was dancing his way out of poverty in Yorkshire. Ah, fucking hit him. <laughs> He's banging bin lids together. <laughs> <laughs> What's he got against dancing? Look, but instead of just telling the youngster off, Anderson grabbed him by his clothes. <laughs> What's that mean? I'll grab you <laughs> by the fucking clothes. Held him by an epaulet. <laughs> by his epaulet. <laughs> Up you come, you wee dancing bastard. You'll be jigging on air now. Look. Grabbed him by the clothes before telling him <laughs> that was a stupid, stupid thing, thing to have done. <laughs> <laughs> that was a stupid thing to have done. He's just dancing aside. I wonder what the, the dance was. A jig? A sort of. Do you think it was up to date? Was it. 
I, I, I mean, was he doing a lambada? Macarena. A macarena, yeah. Singing, singing in the rain. Singing in the rain. I think he, I don't oh, think he was I bet doing... it was romantic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He just fall like in love. and that. <laughs> <laughs> du, 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 you fucking bastard! <laughs> I'm singing in... <laughs> That's out of order. But da, 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 stupid thing to have done. A metal chain that the boy was wearing. The That's kid weird. had style. That's weird. That's the sort of thing I wear, though. Right. But in my head, that was like something you'd put around a motorbike or something. What like do you mean? Like he was a, a recently released slave, and he was dancing <laughs> for his freedom. That's like his freedom. <laughs> <laughs> for all we know, on... fair enough, could have been that. A metal chain the boy was wearing was pushed against his chest in the process and injured him. That sounds like he's trying it on, that. It was pushed against me. Oh, as <laughs> oh, <was> an indent. <laughs> if you, it's over an hour later, you can still make out the shadow of the chain. I'll be wearing this chain forever now. <laughs> I'll make you wear a chain for the rest of your life. Boop. It's like a potato print wallpaper technique. <laughs> Yesterday at Edinburgh Sheriff Court, which, let's be honest, all of us people of England think is a mad thing to have. Sheriffs. sheriffs yeah. You've got sheriffs. We don't have a sheriff in England, do we? You've got fucking sheriffs going around with what sheriff called? What's the equivalent of a sheriff for us? We don't have a... What? We don't have a fucking Police. sheriff. <laughs> Why would we have a... Uh, there is no sheriff, Can't, just a like, copper. superintendent. I don't know. They're different words, aren't they? It's a whole different spectacle. Robin Hood judges, shut the fuck up! <laughs> They're all mad. We can't put this on talk sport. It's a room full of mad Scottish people shouting judges and Robin Hood. Okay, well, that's the views of the people of Edinburgh. Now it's time for a commercial break. Does it make sense? Thank you. That, however, is logical. That was for me, Russell. Thank you. All right, hold on. Let's not just shut the fuck up. There's a Come question on. and answer. He's not going to like that, is he? Hold on. There's a Q&A session in a second. Uh, it's nice for you to be rambunctious, but come on, let's remember, I will consider that a dance of disrespect and we will get Frederick Anderson in here to push your chains into your tits. <laughs> this is serious news, come on. The court heard that Anderson had reacted. <laughs> He'd reacted. Huh? Oh, this is my reaction. <laughs> had reacted after seeing the dangerous conduct of the boy. He was fined 300 pounds. Hang on, he only picked him up by... Wait, it says he... What no, does it say? Touched, grabbed him by his clothes. Grabbed That's him by assault. his clothes, but it made the chain go on his chest. Mm. Good job that he didn't see Mr. T, because I pity that fool if someone pushes his chains into his test. Blimey. Chest. Sucker. Big mouth, big hair, big brand radio. Capsized canoeist rescued after late night lobster hunt. Okay, so what do we know? Well, there are some canoeists that weren't that good because they capsized, and they went on a lobster hunt. Oh, well, that's already a stupid fucking idea. What time did they do it? At night. <laughs> What's the best time to hunt lobsters? A creature that lives on a seabed. Well, I'd say at night time. And how to do it? On some sort of stable vessel? No, the canoe. <laughs> Two bungling canoeists. Lovely. I'm not only a canoeist, but a bungling canoeist, Matt. <laughs> not even an efficient canoeist. Is, that, is it illegal to steal lobsters? Do they belong to someone? I think they do if they're in a lobster pot. I mean, I think if they're roaming the seabeds, like them ones at A Little Mermaid, anyone can have that. 
under the sea, under the sea. Anyone can have him. But once he's in a little, because you know how they catch him, they put a pot down there. They wait for the lobster to go in it, which evidently the lobster does do because it's an idiot. Yeah. I'm vegetarian and I don't eat lobsters, but they're not one of the animals I feel affection for. I don't feel, you did what to a lobster? They're scavengers, aren't they? They're, they're scavengers, feeders. they're users, <laughs> they're bully boys. Uh, I think a lot of them are homophobes. <laughs> <laughs> Two bungling canoeists sparked a major rescue operation after they capsized while fishing for lobsters in the dark. If you are a bungling canoeist, fish for lobsters in the day! You're already bungling. It is understood the pair set off to check on lobster pots and anchored off the coast of Cockensee, Cockensee Harbour. Cockensee. Cockensee Harbour sounds like a German word for, hey baby, I've got some magic down there. Cockensee Harbour? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to maybe Cockensee Harbour? Why don't you harbour my cock you? <laughs> you dirty bastards, after what you've done to Jesus in the war. <laughs> because Jesus went in the war. That's a made up thing. Da, 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 da. They went off to stop it in, what, how do I say it? Cockenzie. 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 Not guilty, not guilty. What? You can't even say tomorrow properly. So tomorrow. Yeah. It's fine. It's tomorrow. What's that bloke who came and, uh, what's his name, out of Cheers, that you can't say his name? Woody Harrelson. It's Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson. <laughs> not guilty, not guilty, Kikinzy, Kikinzy. Right, come on, lobsters. In one single, <laughs> this is what they've done it in, these pair of goons, in one single and one double kayak on Sunday evening, the men apparently began taking the creels on board, however, one dropped a pot into the open kayak, causing panic. <laughs> There's a lobster in there! You can't have panic between two people. You can't, two people panicking, that's just a fuss. Yeah. It's not enough people, is it, for a, a fully blown panic? Because it can't spread to anyone else. Right. It's just two people. Like, if we are the people ah, that... Ah, 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 the lobster! Ah, the lobster! That's it! It's just two men. Alone on the sea at night. <laughs> <laughs> All that, for me, that's just a tiny little painting of worry. Yeah. A float a on the lovely street. little postcard. A Just two <laughs> Holding on to their canoes. Pointing at a lobster. Ah, the lobster. What's that? Like, they, they should have realised what was going to be in that pot due to its name. What's oh. that in the lobster pot? Ah! Oh, but they, maybe they're so poor and they were committing a crime to steal lobsters whilst being terrified and completely confused about what lobsters actually were. So, I like lobsters. That's them with the fluffy tails and the big ears, right? <laughs> We'll get them from the seabed. Oh, crikey. Oh, <laughs> these lobsters aren't so fluffy as they are on Easter morning. They are they terrifying looking are things, rabbits. though. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> this is improv. Yeah, I know, but for the talk sport listeners, Matt, <laughs> this is all about sport. <laughs> they can't feel shortchanged with this. <laughs> Stealing lobsters should be a sport. Stealing lobsters should be in the Olympics, and if it was, Chris Hoy would probably win gold and then have his arse made into a national monument. Because Chris Hoy has been knighted, he's been had three gold medals, he's been he's now the official face of Kellogg's Bran Flakes. What? Bran Flakes don't need a fucking face. If I look down at a Bran Flake and he looks back at me, he's gonna freak me out. 
He's got an honorary degree of doctor science. That's the hardest one to get. He's raced a BMX. He's, he's what? He raced a BMX. I thought said raised. Whoa. It's, a, it's a mountain bike now. It's gone oh. off to university. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you've been a bloody good BMX. Ever since you were a roller skate, I've loved you. <laughs> <laughs> one day, if you're very good, you may become a racer. <laughs> Woo. There you go, take these gears and make your way in the world. So Chris Hoy, we'll be talking to him later on our Talk Sport radio show because we talk sport. Ain't that right, Dart Boy? Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Until you're better than Chris Hoy, you sit there and cover your genitals with your body language. Good lad. <laughs> it's, what, trans- it's what I'm doing. <laughs> Look at this. His friend, look at this. When, when they're analysing it, Simon Ward, Coast Guard officer of the 4th Coast Guard, says, It seems that one of the occupants was lifting a pot and dropped it into the kayak. The lobsters have been snapping about at the bottom of the canoe. He paints quite a picture, this guy. I like his, the way he talks in that weird past tense. His friend has obviously panicked. His it's friend, like, yeah. Like it's a sporting event, which will be good for our talk sport listeners. And like well, the way that footballers go, well, well, I've seen the ball, he's crossed it, I've nutted it down in crouch, what he's is that snapped it in with his ball bag. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's like, it's policeman-like, isn't it? It's like, his friend is obviously panicked, he's like, this is the story, I can see this from the clues here. <laughs> Two crying canoeists, a <laughs> naughty lobster. Two men panicking alone in a canoe. A lobster with a silly grin on its face. You don't have to be a detective, but it helps, and I am one, to work out that this is a pair of bungling canoeists. His friend has obviously panicked to jump off the kayak, and it's capsized as a result. It transpires that they were using one kayak to put the lobsters in, and one of them freaked out when the lobsters got into the boat. What a mad lunatic. Like, that's be like being frightened of your own sperm after a wank. Uh, uh, oh, keep going, keep going. Ah, 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 what's this white fluid? It's ink from God's mind. That must have happened to some people. Because the yeah. first time you ever do that and it it's comes marvellous, out. It's marvellous, isn't it? Let's, let's it's be terrifying. Uh, the first time it came out of mine, I thought, well, finally, this is a two-way street. <laughs> About time you gave something back. After all the tic-tacs I've stuffed down you. That's true. This show is brought to you by tic-tacs. Right, Dart Boy? No, this show is brought to you by Dr. Pepper. Oh, yeah, I'm obsessed with Dr. Pepper now. In fact, that reminds me. You're getting money from them. Diet Dr. Pepper, not sugary, that shit. I wouldn't piss on it. He drinks Dr. Pepper all the time. He's had four today. That's your fourth today. This is the fourth, maybe the fifth one. Oh, I'm not addicted to it, though, am I, Dr. Pepper? You tell yourself that. <laughs> hmm? It's made of prunes. You'll go to the toilet a lot. I do go to the toilet a lot. But look, stop trying to come between me and my Dr. Pepper, all right? He's been like a brother to me. Are you still doing coffee? Because you've got right into coffee. Yeah, I drink quite a lot of coffee, usually before I go on to Jeremy Paxman's show. What I like oh, to do... I didn't notice that, actually. You seem so calm and relaxed. <laughs> So uneager to impress Paxman. <laughs> How many dictionaries did you eat before the interview? <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> five a day. I like to have five Let's talk about Paxman, day. actually. Why? What have you got against old me and Paxman? Well, what, what were you thinking? Did anyone see it? Good it was, old Russ. No, old you Paxman. were good. But it was a lot of good crammed into a very tight space. <laughs> That's probably a career of Newsnight interviews for a normal politician. 
Thanks for having me on you start this is what I feel about this and what I feel about that story about sex cake. What is going on over there? Don't pull the lens up my girlfriend's skirt. Where's Mrs. Paxman? Yeah. Well, because sometimes I think that like there won't be enough time. I'm worried about, for example, dying and things like that. So I think get it all out there, or Paxman might wrap things up. Minister. Like, he might start going like that. Gotta get it out there. But it was like there was like limited oxygen in the room. There was. Because as you spoke, he got redder and more weird. <laughs> I used that, but they said there's only enough oxygen in this room for one of you. Only the fittest will survive. Go. Well, it's not going to be me. I'm not going down, Paxman, you fucking motherfucker, bitch. I've got a career ahead of me, you fucker. I'll breathe you out of existence. What was he like? Sort of, he seemed to me like a man who has been put under a lot of pressure by a lunatic. He's like a sort of, he's like the nation's headmaster. And you look like you were in trouble. Yeah. Frankly. But I ain't bothered. What can do with me? I'm not at school no more. Can't make me do nothing. I think he liked you, though. I think at the end he was like, oh. Oh, hello. That's refreshing. Look at you. Hello, Sonny Jim. I know all about Potilex. I know all about Potilex, Paxman. I love Polytex and Semiotics. There were some big words in there. There were some big words bandied about, weren't they? Yeah. That ain't even all my big words. I know about another, another big... <laughs> hold on a minute. Someone's pointing at my cock. Gareth, what is it? Vagina. Vagina, someone's just told us. So set that up now. Thanks. Can you see it? Now, it occurs to me that I love vaginas. <laughs> Gorgeous things, aren't they? All different kinds, but all of them ending up in the same result. A guilty phone call and apologies. <laughs> hold up. Right, yeah, we've done a lobster. Right, no, we've got another story because this is a vital thing. Matthew Morgan. Oh, one thing. You said sex organs. It's yeah. a Paxman. But talking a photo of our sex organs. <laughs> This is right, I'm going to, before we go too for much further down this, may I say, little pink avenue, this is subject to legal investigation. Right. Subject, like, 15th of October, that's coming up soon. That's my court date. I've got to go to court about that. Yeah. So, I've got to be really sensible about it, all right? No, but I, I'm just saying, the, like, you could have said any word, like, knickers, underwear. I thought sex, said sex organs, organs was a combination of, like, it had the of sex and organs, it had hard fricative consonants in it, and it doesn't sound I'm not too Paxman. Much. <laughs> Listen, Paxo. Stop with the big words. No, it's <laughs> just a weird thing to say. Me, I'm not even on news nice. organs. It was a bit. I don't know, it, was, it seemed a bit extreme. That's right. That's what it wasn't I was like an endoscope. Do. It wasn't going in there. Yeah, but it, it was in a way uh, like a gynaecologist sneak. So I thought, like, I thought it was best to use aggressive language to like, keep Paxman on the back foot. Look at him though, by the end of it, as you say, he was like a little charmed. pink balloon of a man. Yeah. But charmed. Charmed. Like a charmed balloon. The adults only uncut stuff that's too hot for radio. Only on Talk Sport. Here in Edinburgh, a city beauty salon offers designer bikini line trims. And it's the latest haircut you wouldn't want your mum to see, and it's not designed for showing off in public, or should that be public? Yes, it's haircuts for your private parts, 45 quid in Edinburgh. Women can have their pubic hair shaped in any way they want. Love hearts, lovers initials, or perhaps even the image of Russell Brand's face. The new gimmick, which will be down there later anyway, let's be honest. Hey, right girls, right kids. <laughs> The new gimmick is the brainchild. We've never liked that, have we? Like that. I've brain got a brainchild. Child. He's come quivering out. He was only in the womb for a week. <laughs> like he's got no skull and you can touch his little jelly brain. Yeah, his little jelly brain all wobbling about. 
Like when he sleeps, it flops out a bit. Flops out on tendrils, and he's got little thin Weasley limbs, and he pop it back in. <laughs> but he's a proper little clever clock. And you have to spray water on it, like when a dolphin's yeah. on the beach. Like you find him washed Keep up on the beach. Keep his brain wet, otherwise it will dry out. Keep his brain wet at all times. Brain yes. juice, I must. Hose him down with brain <laughs> juice. What are you doing to my son? To my beautiful brain child? Just hosing him down with brain juice. The protein keeps it wetter. <laughs> Don't get defocused from uh, vaginas. Don't become, yeah, get back onto the vagina. That's what I say. Okay, this woman, who is from the beauty salon, says, after a certain age, you have to think of new ideas to spice things up. What, like getting your pubic hair into the shape of a swastika? <laughs> Jeremy, you may be bored of our marriage, said Mrs. Paxman, <laughs> but now I've got the shape of just several words Russell Brand misused over the course of our interview. Recalcitrance there. Bubbly fuck. He made that <laughs> up earlier. Yeah, so... Uh, I don't think many women have enough hair there to start. They'd have to... If they planned this process, they'd have to sort of wait a couple of months to grow it out. Wait a couple then, of months, grow it out, then get a new shape in there. Well, am I anyway... I it? I don't know. This is what I think. We have got the woman here, Anna Brown, who's a Russian... She's had a brainchild... Anna Brown, the inventor of this designer pubic hair, you're like this dark boy, this is going to get you right in the bullseye. <laughs> this woman, Anna Brown, what do I call it? What, you're cheering at dark boy now? He's the new <laughs> Mr. Nibs. Yeah. People love dark boy. Not lacrosse girl, but dark boy. He's a sporting hero. Look he's him. a boy, he's got something, this kid. He's a local bloody hero. I'm getting a crush on dark boy. Here's some, um... Stuff about darts in your book, isn't there? Bullseye and stuff. Yeah, bullseye, treble 20. Yeah, oh, that's a good. I'll interview. No, we'll do it in the right section. So anyway, Matt. Okay. Now remind us of it later, because it'll be All good right. in the section. Don't you want to do a Twitter question? I don't know if that works. You do a Twitter <laughs> question. See if you can use your oh, yeah, laptop. Yeah. Meanwhile, let me use this time to announce this, Matt. This bird, woman, sorry, didn't mean to be sexist, Anna Brown, she is here tonight, and I think it would be really, really good if someone in the audience had their pubes made into BW2 in honour of my bookie whoop too. What, uh, has she got her equipment, though? She's got her pube re recreational pube gardening gear here. Oh, that's good. Someone can get their pube. You can put this in a poem, mate. I've... Pubes, rude, lube. Good. Oh, he did lube. He's much better. I'll leave him to it. Um, like, we, we can get someone here, someone in the audience, whoever wants to do it, or we can just send Dart Boy out there with his darts. Dart Boy, Dart throw Boy. a dart into Dart the Boy. audience. Whoever it hits, they've got to have their pubes shaped into BW2, Bookie Whoop 2. This time it is personal. Huh? I, huh? I reckon Dart Boy should have a, you want to do it to a Dart little Boy? bullseye. A, a, yeah, a yeah, bullseye yeah, a bull, on his knob. A big bullseye, depending on how many... Pubes We've got some bloody yet. good ideas. We've all got great ideas, but let's bring out our guest, exploiter of pubic hair, local woman, Anna Brown. <laughs> Hello, love. Don't be nervous. Are you Russian? Yes, I am. Good work. <laughs> Come over here and be Russian between me and G. We'll take care of you. You look nice this evening. Now, tell us, when did you invent this gimmick? Uh, about a year ago. How many muffs have you done since? <laughs> Uh, quite a few. Say a number. In Edinburgh or... Yes. How many of the people of Edinburgh's muffs have you done designs on now? I'll see if you've done more than I have. Um, I've done four. <laughs> what? Four? It's a fucking landslide. Four. I used to do that at night. Well... Edinburgh Festival. 
and I used to do a little free bikini wax for them for nothing. <laughs> I'll chew that off with my gum. <laughs> the thing is that the studio had been open only for two weeks. We're very new. That's no excuse. I could have done all 50 these, in that time. And still had time to impress Paxman. All right, fair enough. It's not a boast. It's not a contest, is it? Why am I going down this road? What's wrong with my mind? Hang on, did I get that? Four, you've done four so far. She's just done four months. In two, in two weeks. She might not have mastered it. That's not a brainchild. What? It's, it's not, not quite a brainchild yet. Because it's not caught on yet? No. This, but we, but this, this is, is brilliant advertising. This is, this is not a brainchild. This is an embryonic bit of gump, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. This is about six weeks old. If you were to look at this on an ultra scan, it just looked like a fried egg. <laughs> All right, okay, so listen, tonight you're going to do some, someone's muff from the audience in the shape of BW2, this time it's personal, good for the book. That's good, good promotion. Good promotion. So yeah, Unless Russell, the person's crying. Russell Brand's back on pussy, nice. Okay, so what we have to do, will you do someone if we select them? Yes, sure. Brilliant, let's select someone. Lights up while we select someone to have their muff done. Could be a man or a woman, we're not sexist, are we, Matt? I, have you ever done a man? Have you done a man's muff yet? Have you done a man? She's never done a man muff. You'll be a fucking pioneer. You'll be the Sir Edmund Hillary of pubic hair. You will be going where no man has gone before. You are the Neil Armstrong of pubes. You're up for it. Is that your bird? She looks so pissed off at you. <laughs> this man, all right, there's one man here. He wants his muff done in BW2. Good. And one a girl as well. Hold on, let's go. We'll get birds up. You haven't thought this through because they're going to have to expose what? their genitals to show the people that it's Yeah, but they done. can hold their knob or vagina just below frame and will just show the pubes. Okay. They could do that, right, Anna? That would work. Yep, you don't have to show your genitals. Who's up for it? Birthday girl, obviously. <laughs> All right, hold on. No, birthday. People, come on. Look, this is about love and grooming muffs. So, hold on. So, what's your name, mate? Aaron's getting his muff done. Let's get a bird and all. You're up for it. Is that your bird? She's your bird. You must be. Let's get a single woman because... Do you want your muff done? Right, what's your name? Jen. Jen and Aaron, come up here, please. I don't think we should do it live on stage. Oh, no, no. That would be... I think they're allowed to face this way while it's happening. <laughs> Obviously, we're not animals. You can face away from the stage while the, your pubic hair's pulled out with hot wax. Hello, Aaron. Nice to meet you. Round of applause for Aaron. And J Jen, right? Hello, love. Nice. Look at that. My old instinct still working, Matt. <laughs> Spotted the fucking mile off. Right, okay. Jen and Aaron, this is Anna. Uh, well, I think we need to know a bit. Come over nearer me. In fact, come behind here so I can use this mic on you. Not on the muff, Jesus. <laughs> Anna, from looking at these two, this a human female and this human male, do you think that their muffs will be all right? Is there anything you need to know? They'll be fantastic. How long does it take per muff? Well, it depends what kind of bikini design you're doing. Well, they're getting BW2, the logo of my book, put into their muffs. We'll try to do it as fast as we can. That is not specific enough. You have a great deal of trouble with specificity. First of all, you won't tell me how many muffs. Now you won't tell me how long these muffs take. Now, I need to know how long per muff. Let's say 30 minutes. 30 minutes per muff? We ain't got that fucking long. 30 minutes for two. 30 minutes for two muffs? I like you, John Lyle. Okay. You two and Anna go backstage, and when you come back here, I expect you have BW2 engraved in your muffs. <laughs> if it takes too long, just do one. A round of applause for Anna and her muff design gimmick. Woo. Away they go there. I've missed this high-class entertainment. 
As you, I mean, wait till I'm next on Newsnight. <laughs> so, Jeremy, I mean, we got the muffs all nice. <laughs> yes. Shut up, darling. You're not helping yourself. I think you that, try not to talk out loud for the rest of your life. I'd say. <laughs> on your. Whoa. Right, okay, so we've done the news. Coming up later, we will be doing those. Uh, we, we will be revealing the BW2 Muffs. We've got Mr. G Sports News coming up, and local hero Dart Boy will be talking to us. Why don't we get Chris Hoy on the phone now? Seems like a good time to do yeah, that. Yeah, let's do Chris Hoy. Should we do Chris Hoy? Okay, so Chris Hoy is an Olympic gold medalist. He's 35 years old. He is Scottish, and he's won a load of gold medals. What? We need five minutes. Fuck him. Leave a message on his answer phone. Leave a message on his answer phone. <laughs> Just ring him now. Yeah, if you don't answer, right, here are Gareth Roy. Gareth Roy is producing this show. Gareth Roy, some call him the barber of Saxgate. <laughs> <laughs> what Gareth will probably suggest any moment now, yeah, just leave a, a cheeky message. And then, Matt, have you got any secret knowledge of me and Chris Hoy? And he's a media family. with most of the hoys, and yeah. I'm willing to tell him. He pumped up your inner tube. <laughs> It'll give you one in the bronze. It'll keep your torch burning. I've got loads of these. Okay, so in a minute we'll talk to Chris Hoyt. Uh, what should we do now? Matt, do you want to have a go at me about the book, or should we do with sports news? What do um, you think of... Is there any sports news? Oh, I'm busting for a wee. That's not sports news. Unless it's water sports, someone's going to get a lovely birthday present. Uh, Perhaps when you're gargling down a river of wee-wee, you might finally shut the fuck up. <laughs> All right, mate. Go on, then. So, Matt, you've, you've read Bookie Wook 2. This time it's personal. You feature in it quite a lot. What do you think of it? It's nice, actually. It's very nice, nice to book. me. Nice to you, isn't I? It's almost creepy. That would be silly. Right. Now, look, this has gone too far. <laughs> so, listen. Go on, Matt. What bits were you... Shut the fuck up! What bits were you... Um, what bits were you... I I'll let you know now, right, that the very next time I review to say anything, we're moving it completely out of the Russell Brand territory and into a hired professional expert by the name of Danny O'Leary. There'll be a bit where he comes out and goes, come on, girls, you've got to fuck off. And then you'll go, oh, no, please don't, please don't. But then he will literally make you walk, walk out of the venue. Everyone will cheer because you've been total pain in the ass. So don't say anything else. Literally the next time. So you might get an impulse in your mind to say something. If you give in to that impulse, the next thing that's going to happen is a bloke's going to walk over and throw you out, all right? So just, I've told you now. Gotcha. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> so, Matthew. Right, your book. How much did you enjoy the book? And before you start, I've got a geezer. He'll walk over here. <laughs> <laughs> I've <laughs> seen him. <laughs> My mate Dan. No, seriously, go on then. What bits? I'm sure, well, as a person who lived through that time with me, there's probably things I said that you saw differently. Well, there's loads of stuff I Is saw it? differently. Go on, mate. Almost all of it. <laughs> Why? Right. I think it was almost a historical document. It's almost like a photograph of a man's life. These are my gripes of, about the book. Now it's time for a section of I've the show. I've got two pages. We call Matt's gripes. Come on in, Matt. What are your bookie work gripes? One of the gripes? things that stands out to me is the bit where you go about your mum, your poor mum. Good God bless her. I love that woman. My mum's an ordinary person who's probably had three or four partners in her life. <laughs> <laughs> what the, were you thinking? Mum? 
how didn't many, even call her. How many guys have you had? Because I've done <laughs> loads of births. How dare you tell me to wash up when I've fucked so much pussy Please. and you've got a handful of previous lovers. It's a really funny thing to put in there. Like, and not even like, I spoke to my mum and she slept with three people. That's even worse, actually. actually but like, I was just, just to go, my mum's pretty normal. She probably had about three or four blokes, not including blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, I heard that round the back of the chippy, she was fingered once. I mean, like, I don't... I never saw my nan's tits, but I've done a drawing in the back of the book. You might want to look, dirty cow. <laughs> I did really actually want to see my nan's tits. <laughs> Yeah. And that explains a lot. I was Freud? staying around her house and like uh, I was living with her then. My mum was ill in hospital. So bear that in mind. And like uh, I was sleeping in a room with her. There must be someone else in the other room. And she went, Russell, don't turn the light on now. Right? Because I think I will. I now know why. She said, <laughs> don't turn on the light. I thought, why? Why all these rules? I'm wild, man. I'll turn on the light when I want it. I'm like a Che Guevara of the light switch, man. Oh, your poor nan. Well, she I, even said, don't turn on the light. I turned on the light. She ain't put her nightie on yet. All of her boobs are out. Both of them. There are only two. <laughs> but they were out there. And by Jove, I mean, did I she don't know jump? if this is impolite, but what a lovely pair of tits. How does she react to that? Russell, I told you not to do that. But, mind you, now they're out. But <laughs> they're out now. <laughs> so there should be no secrets. Titty, city, moving on to nanny, fanny. Oh, no. How old were you? How this was we? just last week. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think we've found a new low point, ladies and gentlemen. We've found somewhere lower than the you previous You said to schedule. me, don't say anything that newspapers could print. Brad saw Nan's tits. <laughs> Get the party started, roared Brad. <laughs> I'll take her fanny too, said the raven-haired comic. The Randy Oddball. That should have been the name of the book. Huh? Randy Oddball. Randy Oddball. You should use that when you check in the hotels. Hi, I'm Randy Oddball. <laughs> I hope you've got a lot of toilet paper in there because there's going to be a lot of bloodshed. Right, Nan? Oh. Hey, come on, it's what we wanted. It's about freedom, kids. Yeah, all right, so yeah, that is quite a funny one of Matt's gripes. I get into a sex contest with my own mum. <laughs> that gripe. Dark boy, would you say that is a legitimate gripe? Yes. It's a legitimate gripe! Dark Good. boy has judged it so. Has your mum read the book? Huh? Has your mum read the book? My mum won't read my books or check my toilet. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, right. don't, she ain't read the first one yet. She said it's too, what was the word? Disgusting. Ah. <laughs> what about, uh, yes, what's your next well, gripe? It's, it's your personal about her. <laughs> this time it's personal, Mum. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going to drive you into the ground, woman. Let's have a look. The, the first, I love my mum. Everyone knows I love my mum. There's photos of her in the book. And the four guys she fucked over a lifetime. <laughs> what a terrible innings. <laughs> my only joking. This is life. We won't put this. I don't think we can put this on the radio. This is too weird. Let's stop being it's so weird. weird I it? think you started this. I was being all normal talking oh, about Dark Boy. Yeah. You brought up These this. are my gripes with your book. Well, I'm saying this is wrong. I think your gripes are, uh, they're legitimate gripes, yes, but they are bad radio. Okay, let me find a uh, gripe that isn't sexual. Let's see what this next gripe is. I mean, admittedly, Dark Boy has adjudged your gripe to be a legitimate gripe. He is, you're one nil up in the gripe winning stakes. But I've got a gripe against you. What? And here it is. Uh, this isn't an <clears> item. <throat> hold on, but before we start. <clears throat> Matt. 
you won't eat sugar-free gum. Why? <laughs> because I think xylitol makes me wheezy. You get wheezy? Oh, because you have to chew. No, there's something here. Oh, I'll, my I'll get... jawbone hurts. I get wheezy. I get asthma if wheezy I have sugar-free gum. gum. Don't I can do over that. ten press-ups. It's true, though. It's a phenomenon. And because I'm an everyman, everyone will notice this now. And they have chewing you are gum. obsessed with being an everyman. Not every man gets tired of chewing chewing gum. I don't get lunatic. tired. I don't have to have a lay down. I just get a little bit short of breath. Oh, wheezy, because of a bit of chewing gum. It's xylitol. You're not you wouldn't last it. in Willy Wonka's factory five fucking minutes. That stuff you're drinking. Here you go. It's magical gum. <laughs> <laughs> no, Charlie Bucket, it's you again. I don't... I, I think... Hypochondriacs, right? Yeah, of which you are one. one. Are you at all? I don't think I'm a hypochondriac. I'm a hyperactive when I'm on a news night. When they, if they get a serious disease, I think they should have like some sort of official pardon because I reckon yeah. one day I'll get something really bad, yeah. and then all the people who go, "Oh, you're a hypochondriac." Yeah, but will have on. to say, "No, they won't, Matthew, Sorry, because mate. you will eventually die." So we can't go. Oh my God, Matt was right when he was saying he was well, tired after chewing gum. Oh bloody old age! I had a hubba bubba once, and now I'm in a wheelchair. That's not good enough. Because what it is, is we will eventually die. And so you can't... That I know I'll eventually die. the hypochondria. I, I know I'll eventually die. But what if I die of some... What, of chewing gum? Then... Or getting malaria at what? your wedding. Oh, no, because... Well, it's in Africa. Because, yeah, don't tell people about that. Right, so... What... <laughs> I did say to you before we went, what aren't you allowed to talk about? <laughs> Uh, you can talk about how many day. people his mum's had sex with. Oh, that's fine, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't mind talking about that. No, I don't mind talking about mum sex, but for God's sake, don't talk about <laughs> Where my Amazonian wet fest. So, right. math milk. Now, what is your next legitimate gripe? Right, when we did On the Road... Yeah. Yeah. Yep, On the Road, a documentary about Kerouac. I drew many comparisons to the similarities between me as a sort of a Neil Cassidy, sort of, oh, I'm a Dionysian wild man, and Matt, a studious Kerouac-like figure, typing things up and being a bit of a ponce. What's, uh, what is your gripe today, sir? Well, actually, I know what you were talking about, but my gripe was uh, where you sort of pushed me out of shots when we were filming. Well, so I bustled you out? <laughs> yeah. I had to do oh. interviews. Well, we were meant to do... I was meant to stand at the side of interviews, wasn't I? But there was moments. So there was these two uh, blind men, two blind black men leading each other across a bridge, across Literally the Mississippi. Literally the blind leading the blind? Yeah. No wonder they were just stuck on that bridge. They were there ages. Good job I stepped in. But he, he was there. I made a bit of a faux pas because I tried to shake one of their hands. You did. You just stood there Forgetting they were blind. So I was like... In front of a blind what man. What a rude man. <laughs> Sir, I've offered you my hand. Next time it will be my fist. Where are your... Ma oh, you're blind. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but, so they were doing this really wide shot, weren't they, from the other end of the bridge, and it was beautifully done and stuff. And I was sort of stood here, and Russell was here, and then the two men were there. Yeah. And he sort of went, So guys, what's it like being blind on this bridge? Demonstrate it on me if you want. You be me, I'll be you. That and what, what I've done. Who am I? Why can't I be me? Because then I've got to do the pushing and I don't think that I've done it. Well, who... Right, so you're me. Right, so this is I'm, me. Yeah, you're you. Trying you're, to think you're desperately me, of a I'm question. You. Right. They're the, the blind guys. They can just be no, there. They're there. Where are they? Trust me, this is... This is them. Dark burned boys, into my blind. memory. Two Gee, blind you're men. You're not in this. You do your pub in. Dark boy, you're the blind men. Well, they weren't that far away. <laughs> All right, come on, we stand. Dark, dark boy cannot leave he, his He's chair. in the Mississippi right now. Dark boy... Because the bridge was over the Mississippi. That can be part of the Mississippi. Right, so you're me. 
I'm you, you're me. I'm Dark Russell. boy, you're the blind men. Don't you dare get out they're of your chair. They're filming from like the equivalent of the back of the room. Right, they're so filming. It's a really oh, wide yeah, it's a thing. wide shot, yeah. Yeah, you remember it. They were right you. over there. Do you remember the, the, the push? I don't remember this push yet, but we're going to experience it soon. Am I the right side? Yeah, you're, you're me and I'm, I'm you. Yeah, this right? is where you were. So you went, there's the blind men. Yeah. Dark boy. Well, we've all got that now, have we? <laughs> yeah, the camera's over there. Mr. G, he's not there. He's just some fog. He's not there. So you went... On the tiny is all mine so, on mine. So, guys, what's it, what's it like? Right. We're just... Uh, right, I'm you. What happened? What? You're the blind men. Yeah, so you, like... Well, you I've had a chewing gum, I'm exhausted. No, I was, I was really composed. I was thinking of good questions. I've been I was... going to bed for a million years. Right, shut up. Which is what he said to me. I'm in character. He's, he sort of moved across. He was going, yeah, it must be hell being blind. <laughs> so, uh, See, identify We're, we're doing this, this documentary on the road. It's just me. There's no one else in it. Just I hope there. And he ended up stood in front of me. And I thought... Well, I can't be in the shot. So I just tried to fit into his profile. Like that? Just went... Like that. I was okay. thinking, I hope my coat's not sticking out or anything. It's going to ruin this bit. <laughs> they wouldn't know. They're fucking blind. We're going to just carry not on. Not for them, for the viewers. Oh, for the viewers at I was home. making a documentary, which you were editing me out of as I was in Mate, it. You stand over here. This is a scene that's about me and some blind guys. Okay, blind guys, it's just me. It's me happening and you. again. Hey, want a shake on the hand? Here's a tap on the elbow. I know how to deal with the blind guys, right? Yeah, and that happened quite a lot on that. Right, that's a, a pushing you out shot. That is your second yeah. gripe. It was a. Well, and I think I'm it's still the, not finished. This, the gripe continues. Yeah, it was. How like, long is this gripe? Do you remember him in that cowboy hat shop? Oh yes, we went to a cowboy hat shop. Yes, I remember it. We I kept going we like this. Cowboy hats. Going in front of me like that. Well, between the cameras yeah. there, and I kept going for it. asked the production team if I could be put on roller skates, so I was easier to wheel out of shot. <laughs> it, was, it was ridiculous, the whole thing. I didn't know... I was really lost with Sorry. what I was meant to do. Yeah, but look how nice I am to you now. What? <laughs> I got your fucking chair. Oh, yeah, that's nice. Thanks. That's gin and tonic. Well, that's run out. I need another one. You're doing your... He needs another G&T, this fella. Oh, we got Chris Hoy on the... Right, look, hold on. Let's right, wrap sorry. up this gripe. Say that, yes to this one. Listen, It's Andy, a biggie. You better start being a bit more easily influenced by my intimidating presence. Um, is it right, I'll make sure this is handled fairly. Ooh, do you see that fella? He'll kick the shit out of you. <laughs> I'll stand there smoking a cigarette like that, sort of, sort of wanking with my other hand while he'll beat you up. And I'll, I'll go and I'll steal some gloves from your mum's drawers. I'll be wearing your mummy's gloves. Yeah, I'll hold you by the neck wearing your mummy's gloves. Is that what you want, dark boy? No. Hang Do you on. mean no to the gripe or you don't want the mummy glove scenario, which I painted with astonishing psychopathic ease? Both. 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 So the gripe does not pass? No. That gripe don't pass! That is the nature of gripes. People like to see gripes pass. <laughs> We've set up a dynamic where people get more satisfaction from the You can just go with your instincts, Dark Boy. Always, thank you. Always trust, though. Dark Boy, you have a voice in you. A bit like in the film Golden Child or Karate Kid or any of them type of films. So, Dark Boy, you just go with a voice inside you. Was Matt's gripe legitimate? Yes. People enjoy the gripe. Well, I accept your apology, Russell. That's two nil on gripes. Okay, so those gripes are settled now, Matt. There will be further gripes over the course of our radio show. Russell Brand on Talk Sport. Brand on Zip. Now, for this show, on this show, we've now got gold medalist Chris Hoy. Round of applause for him, please. Hello. What do I do with that so that Chris Hoy can hear me? I, I can hear you very faint. 
All right, Chris Hoy. Okay, you are addressing... There is Chris with three of his gold medals. Chris, we are in the Edinburgh Inter International Conference Centre. There's an image of you. Use both. Or oh, fuck this one off. This could be the mic that rests. All right, so Chris Hoy. We're looking at an image of you. You've got three golden medals around your neck. You look handsome. You look like the adult Milky Bar Kid. <laughs> What's it like being you? It's, it's very good, thank you. Yeah, it's hard work. Training and stuff, eating, but life's changed a lot, and it, yeah, it's going pretty well. Chris, we are happy about that. Now, legitimately, Chris, there is a live audience here. Sometimes you will hear laughter, uh, and I've, I've, as you know, got a reputation for being uh, a radio radical, but please rest assured that uh, we've got nothing but love for you, Chris Hoy, on this show, and I've never met anyone in your family, so don't worry about that. <laughs> I haven't got any grandkids, don't worry. We've got here... Uh, we've got here someone who is challenging for your throne as uh, the biggest sporting star on our radio show today. It's Hello. Dart Boy. Hello. <laughs> Dart, Dart Boy, I don't know if you've heard of him, Chris, but he seems to be more popular in Scotland than, like, Frank McAvenny, Kenny Dalglish, any Scottish person you'd care to name. John Logie Baird, even. Um, so, Chris, uh, I just want to talk about how come you've got so many awards. A knighthood, you've been named King of Scotland, you've got a degree of Doctor of Science, you've got a badge that says you're better, of Will better than William Wallace, and you once made a BMX go to university. <laughs> how have you done all these things, Chris? How have I done them? I've been very lucky, and I've had a lot of help along the way. You know, I've had amazing people, my family to support me, coaches, but I suppose the one thing I've done is I've, I just, I, I enjoy doing what I do, and because I enjoy it, I, I just keep working hard at it, and I've, you know, I've done it since I was maybe seven or eight years of age. Chris, your humility and grace is a lesson to us all, but especially to a very arrogant young man known as Dart Boy. <laughs> I hope when Dart Boy reaches the lofty heights of Olympic gold medals, which, and I don't think you can get a gold medal from darts, can you? You're very lucky if you can get a heart attack out of it. Sorry, I'm I've... really struggling to hear you, Russell. What's that, mate? I'm really struggling to hear you. It's very, yeah, very Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, the feel is mutual. <laughs> We're two men in an echoey catacomb shouting at each other through staggle tights. But it, it's a pleasure on my, on my part, anyway. I'm enjoying it. Chris, as if you were a bicycle god, on two wheels of fire, I send you love and respect. Thank you for coming on our show. Round of applause for Chris Hoy, Olympic athlete and local star. Thank you, Chris Hoy. You'll never be that humble dark boy, you <laughs> arrogant pig. Thank you, Chris. That's fantastic, Chris Hoy there. What marvellous work from him. I'm going back to this microphone. I liked it. I think they're literally exactly the same. But that's what uh, obsessive compulsive disorder will do for you. In fact, think it, talking of uh, local heroes, I met a young lad earlier today called uh, Ryan. He's just 15 years old. He's raised loads of awareness for multiple sclerosis because his mother had it. He's going to be recognised, acknowledged and awarded on the Pride of Britain Awards next month. 15 years old. He's raised loads of money, loads of awareness. It uh, just shows that something like uh, your mum getting ill or whatever, in the, if you're the right sort of character, it can, be a very, uh, it can inspire greatness, as it has done in young Ryan McLaughlin. Let's have a round of applause for lovely Ryan, who I happen to know is here. Yeah. And also, this may be a good time. 
to apologise for the fact that Ryan and his younger brother, Darren, who I think is 11, have sat for a radio show where we have trivialised issues like my mum having sex, there's been weird stuff oh about pubic hair. Let's see if they're actually... Yeah, Nan's tits. I mean, it's been so weird. Can we lift the lights? Are they actually in? Are you here, Ryan? Oh, fuck. Sorry. Oh, was... Well done. Thanks for coming. There he is. Pride of Britain. The McLaughlins. Lovely work there. Nice one, sunshine. Why don't you and Darren come up here, in fact, so we could applaud you and give you actual love. All feel it shining at you from the people of Scotland, your country. Come up here. Here they are. Let's applaud them to the stage. A radio show so diverse, it can include all that weirdness, but also celebrate these brilliant, lovely young men. I'll do a quick interview. Right, this is good, actually, because this will make the show a bit more PG for a while. This will be good for me, Matt, won't it? Come here, this is little Darren, this is Ryan. So, Ryan, you've done all these fantastic things. Tell us what inspired you to be such a good lad. My mum. Ah! Because you, tell us a little bit about it so everyone knows. Well, my mum was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis around three years ago. And what happened was we found a link between multiple sclerosis and vitamin D and we decided that future generations of children and family couldn't go through the suffering. Brilliant! What a brilliant young man! Did, he deserves this applause. He's a brilliant, lovely young man. You better do something important soon, you little bastard. <laughs> you little rat bastard, Darren. You've done nothing. Where's your invention? <laughs> He's all right. He's only... You loved it. <laughs> Said Mr. Brand to the judge. <laughs> Brand drags a heavy-year-old boy on stage and kisses him against his will. Read his T-shirt. What? I love girls that love girls. You dirty little bugger. <laughs> Just you raise all this money for your mum, you think you can try out here and encourage threesomes in front of me? The king of free... Oh shit, they're children, what am I doing? <laughs> so mental. All those things I just said then, they was just... It was just like sounds. Like, uh, it was just like when you hear birds singing in the morning, it got no meaning. <laughs> Or like that John Michelle Zarr song. Sleep. 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 Right, you are brilliant young men. You, I'm sure, will contribute wonderful things. You have already contributed wonderful things to our society. You're a brilliant young man. Give us a cuddle. Round of applause for lovely Ryan. It's tough. Go and sit down. Come and hang out after the show. Take it easy, boys. Be careful on them steps. Good lads. Okay, we're finished now with Matt Gripes. We've spoken to Chris Hoy. It is now time for Mr. G's Sports Roundup. Let's yes. hear it. This better be good. Okay, big news in the sports. G, you're a bit of a misery guts. <laughs> and you're Why are you so miserable? I'm always being asked to do stuff. Arxed or asked? Arxed. <laughs> I've arxed. always said arxed though. Arxed, arxed, arxed. Okay, I don't know fuck all about sports. Right, you've sworn right. you're some lads there. Okay. What a bastard. I don't know shit about sports, and now I've got to come here and pretend that I'm a sports expert. I thought Dart Boy was the man. I was trying to recruit, you know, people, but now I've got to do a sports item. What is your sports item, please? It's local. Remember, this is talk sport. So Mr. G is our sporting correspondent to make sure that <laughs> the sport... doesn't know fuck all about sports. We don't just want bloody... Only, oh, what's the, what sports was there on the talk sport Russell Brand show? Dart Boy! Although people love him. <laughs> he can't argue with Dark Boy. So this is Mr. G's Sports Roundup. You lot better send us jingles. 
All right, right, we love all of you and all of your sports. Now, now you do your sports thing. Okay, the headline of this is Premier makes a dirty tackle. The president of Bolivia, Evo Morales, need an opposing player in the groin during the football match against a team of political rivals after apparent hard foul by an opponent. Image can be shown on YouTube. I like the idea that it's like, like say, like, I don't know, the Conservatives playing against Labour, and then finally he gets a chance to tackle him. He gets a hard tackle, and he just knees him in the groin, and it's, like, reported as sporting news. Yeah. That, that should happen in our political system. Yeah. Do you think that our... I'd watch football look at his face. if it was politicians. Yeah, football, hold on a minute. Instead of a sort of a house of democratically elected politicians, just have footballers kneeling each other in the nuts and decide policy on that basis. Yeah. I think... This is one of the key tenets of the Russell Brand revolution. Yeah. I like it. That's a very good thing. Well done with your sports roundup. Now, why did you not suggest Dart Boy, but someone who's about as popular fucking here? It's like trying to get Myra because Hindley I'm on the I'm fucking going, stage. I'm going by the old selection process where if you have a Y chromosome, you're out of the picture. Ah. Oh, really? Because in the old days, of course, if someone was selected to participate in the Russell Brand show, it always meant a little trip to the private lavvy. You must have noticed, oh, listeners of this... Dart Boy looks disappointed. What? Dart Boy? He just went, oh. In the old six music days, all the competition winners were automatically women. Because there was much more chance, we decided, of women having vaginas. But then we made the wonderful discovery of the bum bum. And then it was equality once more. It wasn't. It stayed with vaginas. Sorry for those lovely young men that we just had on the stage. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, okay, so now, Dart Boy, there's time for... This is the Dart Boy moment, which has been an important moment for all of us. We've all been looking forward to it. Let's get Dart Boy to round things up. Dart Boy, tell us about local sports in Edinburgh. Uh, I thought on about darts. All right, talk about darts then. God, you have got a tyrant. You've only been famous for ten minutes. Darts is the third most popular sport on Sky Sports. Pretty good fact. Third, you say? Third. third. Tarp. Said it in his accent, so it sounded like the turd's most popular sport. <laughs> like, excretia would line up. So, howdy ho, would watch the show. Okay, so uh, it's the turd, stroke third, most popular sport. What else? They held the darts at the O2 Arena in May. Well done. Did you know that, Matt? Darts at the O2. Darts was at the O2 in May, Matthew. Did you, you know that? No. Did you know it, G? Do you feel bad that you did the O2 and it was a big milestone and then darts did it? Yeah. <laughs> Just some darts. darts. And now. Yeah, it's really undermined my achievement. Thanks for that second fact, dart boy. What's your next one? British Comedy Awards, easy to win. <laughs> Say darts, champions. He said after the O2, like, what, what do I do now? What do I do now? I don't know. Sorry, can you move out? Because darts is coming. <laughs> Ah, what a night it was. Yep, I guess I'm at the summit. Could you get out of the fucking way? We're trying to put this dart board up. <laughs> um, right, dart boy, what other things? Phil Taylor is 15-time world champion. Did you know that about Phil Taylor? Sorry, repeat that. He has become world champion 15 times, Phil Taylor, and you don't even know that yet. Blimey. He's received acknowledgements from Steven Gerrard and... Uh, oh. No, it's fine. Don't beat yourself up. <laughs> You've just been sat on your fucking robot chair for an hour... And all you can remember is Steven Gerrard and Ricky Hatton. All right, that is the darts roundups. Now it's time for the questions and answers from the audience. At this point, we well done. Hold on. Another round of applause for Dart Boy. <laughs> Q&As. Ah, Dart Boy. This one. Dart Boy, you have got a job now. What? <laughs> you give me my one. And I use this one. Oh, for fuck's sake. Gareth, please welcome to the stage. Engineer of Saxgate, Gareth Roy. <laughs> there he is. He caused it! 
There's a picture of him in Bookie Book 2. If you recognise him tonight, he'll be prowling the streets, all slender and looking for love. Present him with your perfectly groomed vaginas. Now, if you're one of them too. Okay, Dark Boy, we are now going to do the Q&A section. Dark Boy, we are now going to do the Q&A section of the show. Go with your mic to the people who we select, or in fact, you can select them a bit, and then uh, ask them a question and that, and then me, Matt and G will answer that question. So let's turn up the lights so Dark Boy can do our evil bidding. And a round of applause as Dark Boy ventures out. <laughs> Edit point. Now, okay, if you have a question, attract the attention of Dark Boy, and he will then come to you with an amplifying device. Yeah, yeah, she can. She seems keen. Hello, Russell. Fucking hell. Sorry. Why did your children that you employ plan to look for condoms? I didn't know what they were till I was like 13. What? Why did a little boy what? You know, the boy, the little kids that you employ look for condoms when they were like seven. I didn't know what they were till I, I was like. I older. don't think they were looking Double for condoms. Figures. I think they were. Take the microphone off her now. She's mad. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they were looking for condoms. I think they were opportunists. They just saw condoms, which to them were in the general world of funny things to sort of put water in and throw around and that. So they nicked them. I don't think it's like that they were like Ocean's Eleven style thieves on one last job. They just nicked it because it was there. They nicked anything. I see them. They were setting fire to things that aren't flammable. Pavements. They're amazing kids. Dark Boy, do, do your work. Dark Boy is heading in that direction now. Dark Boy, where are you going? Why would you choose such a difficult route? Dark Boy could have gone anywhere then, Matt, and he decided to go there. All right, Russell. All right, mate. My question is, so you can get him to the Greek. When you've done smoking the Jeffrey, yeah. How many outtakes did you have when you done that? How, that? how many tokes? Outtakes. Takes. Outtakes. Outtakes. Oh, yeah, quite a lot, but there were no real. Right, take that microphone off him again, in case he's a loose cannon. <laughs> he's obsessed with drugs. Well, I mean, there were a few takes, mate, but the fact was, Dark Boy, keep still. This is you can't start looking for new questioners. We're still very much. He's Dark Boy. He's out of his mind, I think. Dark Boy, I think you've been Let smoking Jeffreys. I don't think we can let him roam. He's not Joe Cole. Keep him in position. We're deploying when needed. Russell. Yeah. Do you find it weird when you're acting things like smoking that Jeffrey yeah. and drinking fake booze? Yeah. Does it make you feel weird? Yeah. What I do is I smell booze, right? When I'm doing, when I'm pretending to be drunk, I smell bottles of booze to so that I feel, like, oh, I'm drunk, I'm drunk. And with that Jeffrey thing, because I ain't smoked no fags for ages, I, when I had a bit of the Jeffrey, I felt right off me head and that. And also, I was in a weird situation, Puff Daddy wandering around. It was confusing. He wears Crocs and socks. You know those type of shoes? Crocs. That's not very cool. Puffy wears Crocs and socks. Puffy don't know what a good thing he's got. Yeah, Puffy wears Crocs and socks. That's just one of my songs about Puffy. But I didn't ever sing him. But do you think it could lead, like, is it lead me dangerous? Lead me onto drugs. Or is it... I don't think it can lead you onto drugs as long as you're not an idiot. Oh, no. I am Whoops. an idiot. And now I'm on drugs. What do you smell in that little bottle then? In that little bottle, it's like some whiskey or tequila, depending on the nature of the scene for the movie Arthur. But I never drunk none, and I think it's easy. Arthur will be a good film. Well, so you uh, smell the drink yeah. that you're acting. That yeah, you're all of a sudden, like, say I want to feel like dead pissed. I think now scotch or tequila. If he's just he's a little bit pissed, bit of gin, That's bit a of bit, vodka. Well, you shouldn't really be choosing which drink. That's shouldn't a bit I? Worrying. What's showing too much interest? Oh, today I fancy some tequila. 
Mm. Well, if I could just smell Nanny's old bra. I'm just going to smell it with my mouth. Yeah. Smell now it with my brain. Smell it with my blood. Smell it with my liver. <laughs> now smell it. I smell over 15 bottles a day. Yes, so the Jeffrey's not sent me mad yet, as you can see. Dark boy, select another questioner. <laughs> Dark boy. We still don't know his actual fucking name. We should take him on the whole tour. Dark boy, you've got a job now. It's with us. Hey, Russell. Um, Hello, what mate. is is, I'm just wondering, I've, I've been on the telly myself. Is, you liar. <laughs> um, do you ever get nervous when you know that there's thousands of people watching? Now, I'm nervous before it, but once I'm on the telly, I just feel all right. I like it. But before the shows, like leave the new shows, I'm a bit nervous before it. But uh, once I stand out here, I feel like very unified and I feel like very happy with you. So I'm not bothered. Or it's, and it's the same on telly. Say before I go and pack when I'm necking my coffee and Dr. Peppering myself up to the in, in, insane levels. Yeah, uh, but I was really nervous. I was a bit nervous. But you're right before. now, though, aren't you? Yeah, and no, I feel fine now. But I turned to him as a man who's done loads of these shows and he went, Sick. <laughs> oh, and that's because I knew that little prick dart boy was out here <laughs> doing my nutting with his crap. He's all right. I love him. We're going to keep him for the whole rest of the tour, shall we? Yeah, but let's make him travel in real bad. Yeah, you've got traveling bad conditions and you ain't bad getting conditions. no money, dart boy. And you will never play jacks again. <laughs> that's the price you must pay. Let's smash his fingers. <laughs> We can do that. He's been, oh, he deserves this good idea, that lad. Right, so, no, I do, so I get nervous before it, but once I'm on it, I love it. I'm all right. Same, like, with sex. You might be a bit nervous on your way there, but once the old fella's up, I mean, all right, that's enough of that. I've just remembered the kids. So, Dark Boy, thank you, madam. Dark Boy, find a new person to inquire of. Look at Dark Boy go, Matt. Doesn't it make you proud? So good. That kid was nobody an hour ago. Now he's the best prospect in British television. <laughs> Hi, Matt. What? Matt, you nailed me. Hello. You know that person, Matt. Uh-oh, this no, is going to be awkward. Do Matt. I know you? Um, you? I Facebooked you and you replied. Oh, dear. Oh, God. <laughs> I sent you, like, Just give her 500 quid and tell her to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> get rid of it, love. Just get rid of it. Apparently, it was the most sick of fantasy. I'm not raising another ever. bastard. <laughs> no more belly bastards. Um, he said you and him are going to do more stuff together. Are you going to do the movie Bad Father? Not after this, no. This has been a triumphant reunion, hasn't it, everyone? And now we've got Dark Boy. We're stronger than ever. No one could stop us now. No. Not now with Dark Boy. Right, Dark Boy? Dark Boy. <laughs> Dark Boy. We don't know who he is. He was, do you remember when he was Dark Man? Yeah, we didn't know who the fuck he was. We've known him since he was Dark Man. He'll be Dark Baby soon. Then he'll be Dark Beatus. Then he'll split into two and be dart sperm and dart ovum. It's going to be the greatest tour ever. Right, dart boy? Right, uh, hold on. Yeah, we, I don't know, we are going to do some more things. We wrote that film ages ago. There's interest in that yep. film, a studio called Paramount. What's happening with that? Bought Aren't it. you uh, on board as director? Yeah, I can direct it if I want. Imagine that. I could just direct a film. You oh, can't rough. just direct a film. I can, mate. You're arrogant I can. Pig. Just go, right, you stand over there. Dart boy, you're the star. Don't That's fuck it. Dark boy, I trusted you! When they said you can direct it, yeah. remember what I said about when kids have the little stick on steering wheel in yeah. a car and they think they're driving. <laughs> beep, beep. I'm directing this movie. Yeah, Russell, tell all your direction to craft services, the people who do the food. Okay, okay. Right, for this bit of directing, shine a big lovely light on me and then I shall just cuddle Dark Boy till he passes out. 
Matthew choo-chewing gum till you doze off. It's going to be the greatest film in history. <laughs> Action! Yeah, uh, I think so you, you actually, you've directed something now, haven't you? Directed yeah, a music directed video. Yeah, I directed that, po that, that uh, pop video. I've got porn actresses in it. Porn actresses, Matt. Actual porn actresses. What, it's called Just Say Yes. Have a look at it on YouTube. Not you, Ryan and Darren. It's very good. And then you can look at Candy's Nicole, the actual porn actress in it, and oh, see right. her doing porn. She's disgusting. I don't think you should direct anything else. Why? I'm bloody good. <laughs> All the rest of my films will have other people having it off in it. You sit back down! Dark boys, some people are trying to escape. Use your darts <laughs> for justice! <laughs> Little sharp sticks of justice! Right, I'll do one more question then we wrap this up. Once people start bowling off, that means it's home time. Yeah, in fact, yeah, good idea, dark boy. Come back down this way. This person's got a question, and also they've got Rod Stewart style leopard skin leggings. That's enough for me. Dark, look at Dark Boy, you're so bloody relaxed. Come on, Dark Boy. Dark Boy, you're on Persian rugs, aren't you? I've got two questions. <laughs> I love Dark Boy. Russell. Yes, I've, mate. I've got two questions. Whoa, that's not the fucking system. <laughs> Ask one. <laughs> They're just little ones, though. First dart one. Boy will throw a dart in your windpipe. <laughs> we, we ain't business him with that. One. Go for the trachea. The first one is, yeah. I know you're not wearing eyeliner tonight, but normally you wear eyeliner. Right. What do you normally wear? Because it never smudges and mine always does. I don't know. Nicola's in charge of it. It sounds sort of like something like Le Poncier. And the other one the is, can I just touch you? You want to touch me? Oh, what part of my anatomy? Anywhere. Oh. <laughs> On the anywhere pipe. What do you, you think? You sound like you're from London. <laughs> you are a scary skinhead. <laughs> And you've got a mad voice. Person who just did that, stand up and turn round. Look how he spoke! That was mad! Well done, helium man. Uh, now then. Two-question girl and lunatic Nazi. Be quiet for a moment. Now, you're not a Nazi. You're probably a nice lad. Oh, yeah, you look lovely. You okay? You are fine. You're fine. Everyone's all right. What's we supposed to be doing today? What's the question? Do you want to touch me? You can touch me there if you want. He's changed. Oh, see, it's, it's scary. You can touch my shoe. You see, now she wants a kiss. It's changed. I'll come and meet you in a minute. Let's wrap up this show. That, that was, uh, that was what, rude. Right, okay, so G has probably written a poem by now, so let's do that poem. And then we'll wrap things up and then we'll bring them people out with their new muffs. <sighs> We've got the muffs to look forward to. Darren and bloody Ryan, you will not look at these beautiful BW2 quims. Okay, turn the lights down on the audience now, if you don't mind, please. And let's, okay, Mr. G will now summarise the evening's events with a wonderful poem. Round of applause for Mr. G! Okay, this poem is called A Shot in the Dart. <laughs> Dart Boy! Let's... Dart Boy should have a jingle. We should get the Duran Duran song, Wild Boys. Go, Dart Boy, yeah. go, Dart Boy! Oh, Dart Boy! Dark boy, dark boy, dark boy, get in your okay, effing the, the, chair. The sound of strong bow arrows going. Yes, dark boy. Someone make that jingle and send it to us, please. Strong bow arrows, dark boy, Duran Duran. Thank you. Sorted. Send it in and mark it, dark boy jingle, because we don't look at all of them. We've got a lot of fucking. We're busy, aren't we, mate? Go on, JD, part, mate. Okay. Let us ponder the lobster or trimmed muffs that would wander, having Paxman seen ghosts of bookie wooks from down yonder. Dart boy knows the score. Chewing gum causes snores. Let's go dancing from the streets all the way to the hospital ward. Misleading the young with control of the tongue. It's rust back with Matt for Caledonian love. Woo! Mr. J! 
He's the poet laureate of counterculture. He's a wonder man with words. Better even than Dart Boy, we have Mr. G living under the thumb. Okay, so <laughs> I can fucking talk. Right, okay, so that's all the questions. Now all that remains is to have a look at these beautifully uh, designed muffs. Let's bring out those delicious new muffs. Please welcome back Aaron and his muff. Jesus. Right, mate. Well, if you, you can keep your sex organs, as I call them, concealed, but let's see what's nature's let's see what she's done. Huh? Do you want to unveil? Why not? Uh-oh. Uh, push no. it. I'll push it real good. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, that's disgusting. What's going on? I'm frightened of that. Is man. that blood? It's, it's pouring with blood, the lad. BW2. This time it is personal. Oh, dear. You may call them gems, but that's not what I call them. It's the last turkey in the shop. Good work, sunshine. You've had that done now. Go back to your life. Dark boy escort this man from the stage. Good work, Aaron. Round of applause. He's had his genitals decorated. That woman's a charlatan. What are they going to do with a girl? Not time for the girl. Right, just leave her in my dressing room. I'll sort it. <laughs> okay, so that brings us to the end of the show. What a fantastic show it's been. Have you enjoyed it, Matthew? I've had immense fun. It's been fun, hasn't it? Have you enjoyed it, G? Yeah, I've had a lot of fun, man. Dark boy, dark boy. Did you enjoy it? He's got his own mic now. He's one of us. <laughs> He's got his own show, it's Dark Boy. You were here the night that Dark Boy rose to prominence. People of Edinburgh, thank you for being at our first Bookie Wook 2 tour. Some people get invited back, we'll administrate that. Just loiter around. I'll come and find you, I'll sign some stuff for you. A grown-up will tell you where to go if you want things signed or photos done. And some of you will be invited back. Unfortunately, as we are now in a new era, not for sex. Thank you for coming. Hare Krishna. Well done, Matt. Well done, G. Well done, Dark Boy. Dark Boy. The adults only uncut stuff that's too hot for radio. Only on Talk Sport.